passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, events with first to market odds and lines. You'll get reviews and news for all the leagues Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, college, combat, sports, esports, even golf. And Bet Online really continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures to more. So head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today. Get involved in some college football bets. Make your first sport. Bet. Use our promo code Believe50, B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, this really uh, doesn't have to be too long. This is the post Boise State, Oregon State uh, podcast here on the Kingdom of Pod. I watched uh, the game along with most of us. There wasn't that many that were able to get to Corvallis because of the limited. Uh, seating arrangements there and it's just as well there's nothing more challenging i think for fans who sometimes get one chance a year to travel to a big away game and you get there and are disappointed by the outcome uh others are disappointed by the effort and then there's everything in between and so that's a challenge and it didn't seem like uh, there was that many there because there couldn't the, the stadium's capacity was limited but all that stuff aside uh that was very frustrating and <clears throat> You would have to ask yourself about your own frame of reference, I think, before we figure out if it's bothering everybody, nobody, and then who's it bothering in between? If you're an observer of Boise State football like I am for 42 years, then I am bothered, yet I understand. I've seen the ebbs and flows, the successes, and and, uh, met a lot of the coaches and know a lot of the people that have got them. Uh, where they are, uh, and and understand how uh, how that happened and what it took to uh, get that done, and now can uh, understand where it's at and put it into perspective and frame it from that point of view. Uh, that's how I look at it. And if you enjoy that perspective, great. Continue to listen because that's how I look at it. And I've always tended to uh, look at things through the eyes of coaches and i have an ability i think and a habit and a pleasure in looking at things through athletic directors eyes and the business angle that's where my interests lie i'm as apt to be more interested in that as i am the weather and some other factors that others have interest in television or whatever else it is so I see all those uh, things, but when it comes down to analyzing <clears throat> what I see on the field, I have the healthiest respect for the coaches and what the coaches see doesn't lie. And that film doesn't lie. Now 
I'm not suggesting that when coaches speak publicly, they lie, uh, but <clears throat> increasingly they're speaking through the media to their team or uh, they have other agendas because of the nature of how things have changed and what people are, are reading into things and how they're getting information. So I try to sift through that as best I can. And we all had access to listening to all the post-game interviews after the game <clears throat> to see like Andy Avalos' perspective or Riley Smith or you name the player uh, down, the, down the road that had a reaction to this. At the end of the day, this is not about Hank Bachmeyer to me. It isn't about the future of the program. Isn't all about Taylor Green. There are many other conditions that were uh, on display last night <clears throat> that are pretty concerning, really. And one of the concerns I had was I I understand where Andy's coming from, and and trying to put together a culture that he knows to be successful, and having guys who are committed to the team first committed to doing things the right way first and, and committed to, as he would put it, balling out and committed to being ethical and all these other things. <clears throat> and that's the kind of program that he's from. That's the kind of guy he is. That's the kind of coaches he wants around him. And that's the kind of uh, players that he's tried to get in there. And I'm not saying they don't all follow these ideals. I just think the game's changed and uh, the transfer portal presents an opportunity to uh, grab some players. And if you look across uh, FBS football, 44% ESPN was stating 44% of starting quarterbacks are transfers from other schools now. I was surprised Boise State ended up with just the kid from Oregon State. <clears throat> I thought they'd chase somebody more. But I don't know whether there was nobody available to them that they could corral or – uh, they thought that Hank Bachmeyer would turn the corner, get rid of the ball sooner in the pocket, get better protection, have a healthy Halani with him, and they could go down that road. Now, did they cross their fingers and hope for that? Did they have to settle on that because they missed on some other things? We don't know those answers. But I was concerned at that point. I, I, I did not think Green was ready to lead this team to a New Year's Day six bowl game. And his throwing motion, <clears throat> if you'd have seen it in high school, uh, has improved dramatically from where he's at uh, today, from where he was. And I saw him here, Louisville, where he played high school, is literally five miles away. And I saw him play a couple of times. The offense and where Green's going to be able to, to, to go with it is going to be much different than what they could have done with Hank. And that's probably why they stuck with Hank in the offseason, once they determined that's who they had, he can read the field. They can do so much more. They can use the whole field. They can use multiple personnel groups. They can attack teams based on what somebody's giving them, <clears throat> not based on what they can do. Without that, we're back to the days of when Boise State had injuries at quarterback and a young guy was thrown in there and you just went, they're just doing the best they can. And we all know the number of opponents that Boise State has mowed down through the years that just didn't have a quarterback that was ready or didn't have a quarterback, period. And Taylor Green <clears throat> uh, isn't ready. And the rollouts, the short check down passes, uh, playing half the field, uh, the RPOs, the 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 throwing motion, there, there's just things that are under construction. I I hope he can get there. 
<clears throat> and who knows, maybe he'll get there overnight. That's not as common. He's going to have a lot thrown at him. And this could be a little different ride. As it relates to Hank Bachmeyer, why did he get pulled so early? Well, why didn't he go to Las Vegas uh, during Mountain West Media Days? Uh, why wasn't he, as some pointed out, on the billboards facing Broadway? Uh, why isn't he the, the captain? Uh, there were doubts, in my opinion. And I think Hank was well aware that he had to prove himself and put it together in clutch situations so that the team could move forward. And so if they gave uh, a quick hook to Hank, uh, it's because I, I think they were hoping Hank turned the corner. I, I don't think they – they wanted Hank to turn the corner and become this this next-level quarterback. The intangibles, the, the toughness, the attitude, the commitment to the program, <clears throat> Hank has so many of those qualities and the cultural things that Andy Avalos and that staff admires and wants in a football player. But what we saw on display was sort of more of the same of the valleys of Hank's performance over the last uh, four years. And they couldn't take it anymore. So they had to go a different direction. And it's going to take a little different time. My caution in this uh, situation now, should they stick with Green as they move forward? And they've got to make a decision because the game plan that they put together for Taylor Green is going to be much different than the one they put together for Hank Bachmeyer. Just look at the reads they asked Green to do when he came into the game. And if he'd been training at number two, since they knew he was the number two guy, then he had the exposure to all of Hank's uh, stuff. So once he got in the game, though, they're like, oh, check downs. We, we got to roll him out, cut the field in half, give him some 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 reads to build confidence and kind of get him going and and all that stuff. So it could be a total – I wouldn't be surprised if he's a starter. They're going to have to change what, what they ask him to do. And you may see him running quite a bit more, and then Vidlak would be that other guy to come in if he got injured, and away we go. I think it will not be a, a walk in the park. I don't care who is playing for New Mexico. If they're coached by Rocky Long on defense, watch out because there's blood in the water. Rocky knows it. He hasn't seen Boise State in a quarterback situation like this probably since he's been playing against them and he knows exactly how to pressure young quarterbacks trying to find their footing. So yeah, this is a challenge. Uh, the blame for all of it. I mean, you'd have to go back probably a long ways. I think all the way back into Harson's era and, and tenure to see the risk that they took at this point by having the football program run by somebody who didn't have an offensive playbook in his back pocket. That was always going to be a risk. And not that this offense can't come around. It's just a departure. The backup plan isn't necessarily within Andy's wheelhouse. Uh, it is in others. There are people that Plow can talk to, like Dirk Cutter, and, sound, and run some things by him. But Dirk isn't going to take over and run this thing. That's not how it goes. This is Tim's deal. This is his offense, and he's going to figure it out. So there's a there, – there's, there's some very difficult situations to work through here. And as fans, I think it's really hard. I described it as getting kicked in the nuts. It, you were watching in that first half, you were watching uh, a game that, that brought a feeling over to me that was only uh, similar to getting kicked in the balls. You just go, what in the world has happened to me? And what am I watching? There's no continuity. The, 
nothing could be executed. The mistakes in the kicking game, the punting, um, at times in the protection for the passer, certainly in the run game. There were times they got gashed on defense up front. There were times, of course, they got beat on deeper balls. There's reasons for all that stuff. Andy did a great job explaining some of that in his post-game comments. So, yeah, uh, they 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 definitely have to come up and and fight, per se, uh, harder now to, to figure out how they can just improve as a team and put it all together. And they'll probably end up saying less and doing more. I don't, I don't, I don't think there'll be anything um, different that you're going to see out of them in the next four days in their press conferences and all that. But that's really, uh, to me, uh, what I saw is I don't know how much confidence they had really in Hank. I don't know how much confidence any of us really had based on some of the big moments that had not gone his way, but they sure seemed hopeful. I'm surprised he didn't go out and get a different quarterback in the transfer portal. Um, and now they're just going to have to make the the best of, of what they can. If they are going to go to green, you're going to see a different offense. Let me know what you think. Put them, put them in the content, uh, the, the questions. Uh, give me an email, jeffks54 at gmail.com. Uh, love to talk about this. Very difficult situation. But I think they'll believe in themselves, and that's who they have to count on, and that's what they'll have to do moving forward. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.